Welcome back to The Wise Man's Page, the podcast where we read Patrick Rothfuss's The Wise Man's Fear page by page. This is page 993. One page remains. Hell, you're drunker than I am, the bearded soldier guffawed. That's not what I meant when I said grab a piece of fire. The blonde soldier rolled with laughter. Bast looked down at the two men. After a moment, he began to laugh too. It was a terrible sound, jagged and joyless. It was no human laugh. Hoy! The bearded man interrupted sharply, his expression no longer amused. What's the matter with you? It began to rain again. A gust of wind spattered heavy drops against Bast's face. His eyes were dark and intent. There was another gust of wind that made the end of the branch flare a brilliant orange. The hot coal traced a glowing arc through the air as Bast began to point it back and forth between the two men, chanting, Barrel, barley, stone and stave, wind and water misbehave. Bast finished with the burning branch pointing at the bearded man. His teeth were red in the firelight. His expression was nothing like a smile. And that's the end of the page and the chapter. I'm Jordana. I'm, I'm Nick. And he's Jeremy. He is. The imagery on this page is just uh, chef's kiss. I love the image of like the hot coal kind of tracing a line like a sparkler in the air as he's playing eeny, meeny, miny, moe, deciding which one he's going to kill first. His red yeah, who am I going to bash in the head with this giant piece of coal? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It is also like, funny when they say "grab a piece of fire" and he picks up the fire. Like that is genuinely yeah. funny. I like that. Yes, absolutely delightful. We we never heard the word misbehave in the chant before. Kvoth interrupted him before he could finish it in the waystone. So this is the first time we've seen the end of the three stanzas. And I like how progressively inhuman Bass becomes on this page too. Like his laughter isn't human. His face is nothing like a smile. Uh, his eyes are dark and intent. I think you can maybe read that as like. If the light was better, they might be able to see that his eyes have gone like solid blue the way they have done in the past. Mm-hmm. The repetition of the like, it's no human, it's not like a smile. It's an interesting, uh, I'm not sure what to call it, Jeremy, you might know more, but it's an interesting way of of writing prose where you say, it's like this thing, except that it's not like, it's not like this thing. It's Uncanny yes. Valley. It is Uncanny Valley. It totally is. That's that's great. Yeah, it's. And the repetition of it is like a rhetorical device that lets you fill in the blank. Like, it's not like a smile. Well, what is it like? That's up to you. Yeah, that's great. And then it's also, it's always scarier in your own imagination uh, than it is to have it described to you. Yes. You'd think that by now we'd have learned not to overtalk each other. We've only done however many 2,000 pages of this episode, but we still... There, there's no way to learn that. We still... Well... Sorry, sorry go ahead. What? Sorry, sorry go ahead. Well, huh, you what? know what? It's, it's just like, I think it's just the... Jeremy, you're I muted. You're I needed. think this is something that our <laughs> listeners will be able to relate to because this is just the curse of being on a Zoom call, right? Like it's just it 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 presents a barrier to normal human interaction where we can't read each other's body language the same way, so we can't follow the same social cues that we're not even conscious of following when you're having a conversation with three people in a room where you naturally don't interrupt people. Watch me bring it back. It's the uncanny again, baby. It's that we have injected the uncanny into our very lives by allowing the normalization of the Zoom call. We are all of us nothing like a human. Folks, there's a new valley. They're calling it the uncanny. You hear about this, folks? The uncanny valley. The uncanny valley. Folks, it's not great. 
it's it's suddenly off. It's very off-putting. It's very weird. My valley, very canny. No one has a more canny valley than me, folks. The most canny <laughs> valley. Many are saying it. They're saying it very strongly, and we're looking into it more and more. A perfect valley. Mine is a perfect valley. <laughs> it's the best valley we've ever had from the standpoint of valleys. Jordana, do you have anything you want to say about this chapter? I mean, I do have my final note. I, so before we get to the final note, I just want to say, so obviously we're riffing already. It's a short page. We're at the end of the book, basically. So I want to make sure that we are doing our due diligence in, in the analysis. As much as we are limping over the finish line here and we are exhausted, I do want to make sure that we actually look at the page. So is there anything here that we haven't talked about yet? Well, I, I mean, if we're going to talk about the poem... It, I don't really know what it's referring to in this case. The way that, like, it was so obvious before, like, that the chimney smoke was the fire, that the ash and oak was the wood. Like, when it comes to, like, barrel, barley, stone, and stave, how do we know which of the guys he's... Like, misbehave is the bearded guy. I think it's... No, I think it's just eeny, meeny, miny, mo. It's nonsense. It doesn't mean anything. I think what's significant is the final word, because that's always been significant. Fine. Yes. Yeah, but I, I actually... I do think that for the rest of it, he's just playing eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Also, remind me what a stave is. I think I know what it is, but I'm not sure. Uh, well, it could be referring. It's like when you have a staff, but you hold it. You hold it like this. You got a staff, yeah. right? So, and then you like kind of okay. hold it, and now it's a stave. It's in the, it's like the past tense of staff. It's when you had a staff, but then it's gone. Wait, is this a bit? This is in fact a bit, uh, but it might also be referring to a barrel stave, which is like a, the piece of wood that goes around a barrel. Like the boards of the barrel or a barrel stave. So what's the loop? Uh, it's the loopy. Because the loop of a barrel is something. Yeah, it's a, it's a barrel loopy. A loopy doopy. Okay. So we got the barrel loop. Is a coop. Because you're a cooper. It's a coop. I think. Listeners, don't write in because the show will be over. Yeah, that's okay, right. Okay, a stave is a vertical players. wooden post or plank in a building or other structure. Or it's another term for staff. So Nick was half right. And Jeremy was half right. I'm pretty sure that thing is called a barrel safe. Anyway, it's relevant because when he was in the bar, he was looking at that. It's okay. It's all thing. Okay, we did it. Go, folks. We're so good at uh, at analysis. We've been analyzing this book. Our brains empty. I'm still trying to remember the lyrics of that song about hiding in the bushes. <laughs> so bushes you know. Jordana, what is the significance of the chapter title? Uh, the chapter title is Elderberry. The uh broad significance of it being that he picks the bottle of elderberry alcohol and that it's in the poem i'm pretty sure that's it and well that he he makes the rhyme as part of his retribution i think it's in the poem because he picks it yeah yeah yeah. and i think it's also reference to the rhyme itself reasonable these are the things i declare i declare i'm i for the last time we'll or you know until until the next uh, season, whenever it may be, we'll see you tomorrow for another for page. One more page of of the, the... Wind. Wind.